It's seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Just give me you doing man long long oh. time yeah not bad how are you yeah i'm yeah I'm, I'm doing all right you know here here in my own quarantine zone uh, how mad is this it's fucking weird man you know i've, I've <sighs> never uh i've never seen anything like this and should i forget yeah. how old you are how old were you on 9-11 uh i was 12 yeah, eleven or twelve. Okay, I, I I remember I was a bit older than that, and I remember, I people just went out and bought gasoline. That was right. what everybody was doing. Everybody was buying gasoline because they figured, uh, I mean, there's always war in the Middle East, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I, this is fucking weird. Aside from like the way people are reacting to things, the way nature is reacting to people. <laughs> Yeah, I guess is the way like, to say it. Like in in Scotland, in the UK, everyone has just went into total panic mode and buying all the pasta and tuna that they can. Okay. Okay. It's insane. It's like it's like the end of the world. What do you want most? Or oh, a nice plate of pasta and tuna, and that, they're just buying that in toilet paper. And it's insane. These are not the people that I want on my side when the apocalypse happens <laughs> and it, we're fighting down zombies. I don't want these tuna smelling pasta freaks. It's, it's insane. <laughs> we're all good in the battle until it rains and our pasta forged <laughs> weapons are all for shit. <laughs> yeah, that that that's possible as well. It would just end up a big shitty starchy mess. <laughs> This is not the. This isn't the apocalypse that I was led to believe in, while watching Waterworld. This isn't <laughs> how it's meant to go down. Yeah, we haven't grown gills. 
it's, cinema cinema has lied to us. It's absolutely lied to us. You know, I mean, maybe we are, uh, you know, on, on like the last episode I did Mad Max 2, The yeah. Road Warrior. And I can't remember if I said it then, but I've been thinking about this lately. Is is kind of like we are, it feels like we're a little bit before where the first Mad Max was. Because in the first Mad Max, society was still pretending like it existed. You know, there was there was a police force, but they were, and out they were like a gang that didn't have yeah. as many people as uh, some of the other gangs had. And then, you know, more shit went down between one and two, but it it kind of feels like we're pre-apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah and how, yeah. how how scary is that? It's freaky, man. Yeah, I mean, I I hope our scientists will save us once again. Um, but it's, it's interesting to see how people are reacting. Yeah. I I, I, I saw a meme and it was like, if this is how we react to coronavirus, no wonder the government don't tell us about aliens. Yeah. And I was like, that is so accurate. Like, what would you, can you imagine the pasta the shortage we would have if people knew that aliens actually existed. All that would be left would be vegan cheese. And uh, have you seen some of those uh, photographs people have been taking of we're we're this kind of scared, but we're not that scared yet? Like the grocery shelf somewhere in the south, I think it was Alabama. All of the sweetened tea, uh, you know how they drink cold tea in yeah. the south or maybe, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you've been there recently. Uh, all the sweetened yeah. tea, all the sweetened cold tea is gone, but all the unsweetened gold tea uh, is just sitting there. Uh, just <laughs> the shit people buy in a panic. <laughs> it, it's it's crazy, man. It is so. It, it's a it's a really scathing indictment in humanity that this is the the this is what people turn to in a state of panic. Rather than the bare essentials, they have to go for just the the, the shit that they really don't actually need. Capitalism. There's there's that guy that spent $70,000 or some shit on hand sanitizer, and and then he found out that he couldn't sell it on Amazon, and he was all pissed off that they ruined his family's life because he spent all their (laughs) money on hand sanitizer. Or, you know, there's going to be caravans of people going down the road throwing spears at each other's cars to take their fucking toilet paper. <laughs> like, how good a film would that be? Just following the week leading up to him buying all the hand sanitizer <laughs> and the week afterwards, just a, a in-depth character study of this maniac. It'd be I, so good. I think there's a New York New York Times article about him. A interview oh. thing with him. If I if I find it, I'll I'll send it to you. Ah, oh, sweet man, sweet. He took his picture with all his fucking hand sanitizer, <laughs> and yeah, and it's yeah, it's just fucking weird. I I don't know about your neighborhood yet, or what your or if you live in a house or an apartment or uh, what do you call it? a flat? If you live in a flat, or. But, I just want to see how many dwellings you can name. <laughs> your calf? <laughs> Is it your calf? 
yeah, that that that's just what Scott calls it. I, I've never called it a gaff. Uh, yes, he's way too old to be using the term gaff. That's for like Scottish children. <laughs> I, I heard it on Sid and Nancy. If you've ever watched. Oh that really? Movie. Yeah. Yeah. One of the guys says it to Nancy. She's like, "A what?" He's like, "My <laughs> my apartment." <laughs> um, yeah. We should cover that movie sometime, maybe. But, oh, um, definitely. <laughs> oh shit! I took us on our first tangent, and I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, in my neighborhood, bars and stuff are putting out tables. Of you know here, uh, you know everybody, please be cool with each other and keep distances and whatnot, but here's all this extra food we can't do anything with. If you need it, come and get it. If you got some extra stuff for people from the neighborhood, go ahead. It started getting weird the week leading up to Friday the 13th. In general, I I was a little nervous by how much uh, Donald Trump was talking about how not a big deal this was. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> people started buying all the toilet paper leading up to around the 13th. And then on the 15th, our governor actually had an announcement. Hey, everybody, you don't have to go somewhere. Stay at home. Yeah. Every Everything is closed except for restaurants. If they're delivering or carry out, no dining in, barber shops are closed before, uh, like specifically barber shops. But I guess that's just a lot of people hanging around in a room, but yeah um it's it's been really patchy because each state you know each state has a governor and uh right now the white house is kind of saying okay guys go take care of it so yeah. each state's doing their own thing uh you you got i heard you got a text message a national text message earlier today saying lockdown yeah well the news reported that that text message was going around, but unless the government have fallen out with me or just don't want to text me, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so they obviously don't think I'm important enough to uh, to warn of the pandemic. They've just decided to patch me off and not text me. Oh, well, that's not very nice, government. Yeah. That's shit, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did hear that a lot of people... Uh, received it and it was just like only essential workplaces can remain open only leave the house for once a day for exercise uh, to get essential shopping quite infrequently and uh, unless you have to go to work for obviously an essential job but that then led to everyone in Scotland uh, in the UK assuming that what they did was really essential and like, like if you try hard enough, you can twist anything into being essential. So everyone was still going to work today, and it's it's madness. They just need to, for once, they actually need to just listen to the government, listen to what they're saying, and just stay at home. But people in Glasgow, especially, they they announced the, the lockdown, and people were like going to the pub. They were they were. And having house parties where all their friends were coming around, uh, they were having picnics in the park, and it's like, are you all mental? Like, uh, what is going on? Did you see the pictures and shit from Florida? When everybody was talking so. about the guy, the governor in Florida was re refusing to close the beaches 
there's so many comparisons to the jaw mayor from jaws but... <laughs> this is how jaws happened learn a lesson it, it was you know you got to close the beaches and he's like we need those spring break dollars <laughs> and they were showing the, a lot of the tv networks around here were showing side by side video footage of paris where you can't see anybody anywhere and then yeah. florida beach where there's just a fuckload of shirtless people i don't know <laughs> the numbers are gonna shoot up even more in the next couple weeks here in the states i know that that's gonna happen it's been getting more and more as we i think uh my state has 11 deaths right now right oh um, man i think scotland are up to 16 i think uh, just now so we're still a few weeks behind like the rest of the world, like Italy right now is obviously decimated. It's rife. Uh, the videos that are coming from there are horrible, and it's that way that you, you kind of wish the government had maybe stepped in a little bit quicker just to actually say right everything stop to try and contain this straight away. Uh, I think they've kind of dragged their heels a little bit, but if if there's uh, anything like uh. It seems to keep coming out about a lot of our politicians. They're busy selling stock. Yeah, which is crazy, man. Speaking of shitty governments, government and escape from L.A., you are Liam and I am Darren, and we might even be recording already. I hope so. We already (laughs) talked for five and a half hours. (laughs) Let's go back. All the way back to 1996, when Escape from L.A. came out and nobody watched it. And CGI was at the, the peak of uh, <laughs> its skill and prowess, according to this film. This uh, Escape from L.A., what, 13 years after Escape from New York? At least yeah. chronologically within the movie universe of this. Um, Snake Plissken. I don't know how much we want to cover the movie and how much we just want to bullshit about our uh, the I you know the twenty the year twenty twenty the island of Great Britain has (laughs) (laughs) separated from the European Union. I I know what what is that all about? Like that that was a sign that was a sign that the end of days were coming. And we just, we let it happen. And shocking. The world's over, Darren. It's over. There's no coming back from this. Call me Snake. (laughs) Of course. That was so sexy. That was so sexy. The living spirit of Kurt Russell entered me just just for a moment. I think John Wayne is a piece of shit, (laughs) but Kurt Russell is my John Wayne. Yeah. I would like physical Kurt Russell enter me if he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kurt Russell. That's an offer and an invite. If Kurt Russell is ever in Glasgow and wants to hang out of me, he can. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Did um did Natalie Portman ever take you up on your offer from last time no. we talked? No. No, she didn't. Uh, she's been busy. Yeah, so it means she's either sitting there with my jumper on and not sending me pictures, or... <laughs> She was entirely creeped out, and she burned that jumper in all memory of me. 
or she had actually has no idea about any of this and the guy I gave it to didn't give it to her. <laughs> Who knows? I, I wouldn't email her about it because I, this could probably come across as really creepy and sexually aggressive. Two things which I am not. <laughs> so I, I threw a bunch of movie titles at you. What made this one sort of stand out? Was it that you just wanted to have some good, stupid fun? Yeah. Anyway, for John Carpenter is my my guy. He is he's my favorite director. Everything he puts out, even the word, I thought were excellent. <laughs> uh, just the, the, his style is just so up my street, and the the chance to talk about any John Carpenter film, I would, I, would, I would jump at, especially one with Kurt Russell, especially one with Bruce Campbell and the best cameo of his entire life. Oh, uh, Surgeon General of Beverly Hills. Still creepy. His, his face just, it's just not right. It's still creepy. And it yeah. shouldn't be because it's <laughs> it's funny. It's it's so over the top. It's the, the same reason I, my, my love for Waterworld is so, uh, so strong. Because everything that happens feels like a universal stunt show. And I always wanted to be a universal stuntman. So I just, I get into it and I love it. And Escape from LA is just, just one of those magical films. We're going to just jump around however the fuck we feel like it. And, that, that's good to me. Before, yeah, before we get taken off to the camps where they hose us and use the <laughs> wire brushes and all that other shit. If the quarantine gets extra long, we can do uh, Waterworld. I oh, can't wait, can't wait. Uh, but yeah, fucking John Carpenter. I, I yeah, he's probably uh, he's one of my favorite directors, but he's probably one of the directors that I would like to hang around. <laughs> but yeah, Bruce Campbell. Uh, the going back to the stunts. I mean, we have Kurt Russell hang gliding. <laughs> I I don't even know how far he hang glided hang gl- glid. <laughs> Whatever. Hang glued. Hang glued. <laughs> hang gloden. Um, but hang gliding from Pam Greer's house for however far that was. And then just during the attack, I don't know if you counted, I he hang glowed around for one minute, 20 seconds, just shooting everybody with a fucking machine gun. <laughs> And just in that one part, just and it was fucking glorious. And that's after what surfing a tsunami with uh, uh, Peter Fonda or something like that, and jumping into a convertible driven by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, how can you not love this film? <laughs> like just that that paragraph alone sells this film more than any other film in history yep. it's so good <laughs> there's death games basketball at the hollywood bowl there's all the hollywood things i guess we we can go back we're even even if we're sticking pretty close to the chronology I mean, the plastic surgeon surgeon general of beverly hills yeah is what it's like the Omega Men people. They've got 1980s plastic surgery that needs fixed, and <laughs> he feels up the the girl from Big Top Pee Wee and uh, uh, Hot Shots. He's like, Oh, oh my yeah, God, yeah. they're real. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's very David Cronenberg, and it's like these kind of the although their plastic kind of surgery fails, they look a bit body horror. Like there's something really not quite right, and the fact that it works is also a bit of a a bit of a chill when you're watching the movie because you're like, oh, look at these these guys. That <laughs> uh, this this movie works on so many levels. <laughs> the commentary about the religious authoritarianism rising in America that John yeah. Carpenter obviously has always had a problem with. But there's the president for life who out what 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 the girl the girl that Snake was with for a minute. I was a Muslim in South Dakota. <laughs> All of a sudden, it was a crime. <laughs> it's like it's like he's seen the future. It's like he's 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 seen it and he, he knows this is going to happen to America and it does. Tsunami waves are only around the corner. They're coming. We don't need uh. Cuervo Jones though, because he's. A shitty revolutionary. Yeah. Good shot with a, a bazooka, though. True that. Luckily, the United States police force helicopters are armored flying tanks. So much like the the police forces around here in the states, they get all this army surplus stuff. Yeah. So there, you know, there will be small towns with tanks <laughs> and it's... shit, just because. If they don't take it, they have to not spend the money. Yeah, that's crazy. I would be terrified if my police force owned a tank. Terrified. <laughs> like, got... our, our country freaks out if the police get, like, a fast car. Because it's like, oh, no, now we can't outrun the police because they're driving this fast car. <laughs> if someone said, oh, the police, the Strathclyde police have got a tank, I'd be like, get me on the first plane out of here because... No chance. No chance can I be uh, governed by a law that has a tank. <laughs> so, so when the when Scott moves to Texas and starts his uh, his his survivalist bunker, <laughs> his survivalist dude ranch, maybe oh. <laughs> the, the the only survivalist bunker that is currently empty of all uh, food rations and <laughs> sort of, uh, equipment. Uh, yeah, this... I always tell him he'd, he'll be the first to die in the apocalypse he doesn't believe me but look at his bare empty cupboards he doesn't even have any tinned chickpeas he's doomed maybe he bought all the pasta he's an essential worker so he, he gets yeah. a little bit every day Yeah, he is on the front line to yeah. be to, to be genuine for yeah. Scott yes, he, he's the NHS right yeah uh, and I can uh, uh mental health capacity and like his shifts right now are going absolutely crazy uh, he's been messaging about them and hats off to him and everyone else that are frontline essential and not just like what the UK deem themselves as essential so the actual people who are in the NHS and are really doing something to help like hats off to them they're gonna get sick first yeah and that, that's like a commendable thing because it would not be me. And it's not that I'm a selfish person, but I, I'm not I'm not jumping on the front line. So you don't, in, in the UK, they don't pay 
nurses and doctors sorry they pay doctors enough they don't pay nurses and the actual support staff anywhere near enough for what they do especially right now when the country is going absolutely batshit it's interesting to see what the the politicians are doing uh what they're who who they consider the person that needs help first yeah bunch of fighting going on here of course predictably yeah. when it's just a tug of war um it's it's yeah it's it's fucking weird it's fucking wild i don't i don't think you know i mean shit's fucking changing while we're talking half the shit we'll say will be out of date I yeah think, um uh-huh. as of this afternoon the u.s had fifty thousand cases Um, and it's just going to keep ramping up. Yeah, I I think, yeah, but it's going to get really high. Uh, I think there's going to be people that think that, well, well some of these people, it, it's getting higher even though everybody's just hanging around in their house. And what's the thing? It's like, well, the gestation date can be up to two weeks. So <laughs> that we haven't yeah. even been in seclusion for two weeks yet plus there's all the fucking people they're like i'm gonna fucking have a party yeah yeah it's 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 uh what, what do they call the designer drug in escape from la plutoxin seven it's yeah. just another lie from the government man <laughs> they're <laughs> and then yeah the government totally fucking lies but every scientist wouldn't be fucking lying to me i yeah. I, I trust large groups of scientists way more than I trust the fucking politicians. I trust that if McDonald's are closing all stores in the UK, like before a lot of other uh, shops and industries closed, McDonald's were closing all stores. That's when you know it's went too far because if McDonald's aren't going to try and make a pound, then, <laughs> then shit has actually hit the fan. We should we should be loving this. Like my whole life, I have trained to save the world by lying on my couch watching movies. That's that's what my whole life has been for, and now that it's happening. But the reality of why it's happening is so terrifying that I can't relax and I can't enjoy this absolute dream situation. Because in all likelihood, I don't want to vibrate the fuck out of my microphone that's clamped to my wooden table. But we're more likely to just be somebody that spreads it to somebody that gets really sick. And yeah. that, I, that just, yeah, I, I have no problem being in my hobbit hole. But it, it, is, it is weird. There's a lot, of, a lot of second guessing. I was supposed to be on vacation right now down in Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Florida has, has it a lot worse than it does here, but, you know, we booked the vacation months and months and months ago i think before christmas and then we we're just getting close started casually saying do you think we should go or should we should we cancel and i think it was two two days or the day before we were supposed to leave we we're just like this is too fucking loud nah, yeah we're gonna lose some money but Let's stay home. Let's not make a dumb decision for money. Yeah. We're largely more fortunate 
than some people. I mean, around here, a lot of people are getting all these letters from their landlords. Yeah, the world is ending, but rent's due on the first. Uh, you know, all this fucked yeah. up shit. You know, just, yeah, seeing how people respond. Yeah. The, the, the landlord uh, issue hasn't been quite as bad here just now. Uh, anything I'm seeing on social media and stuff seems to be like a lot of landlords are uh, letting it go past this month uh, before they try and take any rent and then obviously play it by ear and uh, on a person-to-person basis. Like If people are going to take the grants or anything that the government are giving, uh, and are, are still working, then obviously they can still pay their rent. But uh, most landlords in the UK seem so far to be uh, quite helpful with it, which is good. It's... Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, I think we're both a little nervous, and that's okay. Uh, yeah. It is, it's, it's, to be honest, I, I, I laughed about it like a good few weeks ago, thinking this is it's going to be the same as foot and mouth or the bird flu or SARS, where you hear about it, it's scary, it's the next big thing that's going to really affect us, and then it kind of fizzles out and it falls away from media and you don't follow it and you don't see it and you don't hear anything about it, and then this thing got worse and worse, and you're like, actually, no, this this is something and you can't help but feel genuine fear and kind of tension as to will it sounds like an exaggeration but will life be the same after this is all done because we're going to lose so many people we're going to lose so many small businesses and it's seriously going to impact us and it's like we're currently living in a future history lesson and that shit's scary Largely, a lot of people aren't uh, best equipped. <laughs> the people in place yeah. to make those decisions, a lot of them, our 2000, 2016 mistakes are still running the show. Yeah. Lar- largely. Or, you know, uh, I forget when Johnson got the majority over there, but I, I sort of equivocate uh, if that's a word, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brexit and Trump happened in the same year. Yeah, um, those those are the tipping points where it's like if our countries get out of this in one piece, what what will they look like? And then yeah. here's, um, and I, I mean, remember last year? <laughs> remember all these terrible times? You know, all those hurricanes and shit that were just yeah. rocking Puerto Rico and the governor of my state is a Republican. So he's doing a lot of, we're at war, we're at war, we're at war with a silent enemy. It's sort of <laughs> creepy shit. Uh, he, he is like, hey, everybody stay fucking home. But he's very much a Republican. And, you know, they're all dancing around to, to not contradict the message coming out of the White House, which is, I want everything to be back to normal in about two weeks before Easter. Yeah. And they're like, well, we totally agree on everything except for that's not what you are supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get, he's like the Red Queen from uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, 
it's why we need films like yes. Escape from LA. Is that we need we need something that's just fun, over the top to alleviate our real life worries and stresses and thinking about our family and our friends and it's it's really daunting <laughs> right now and the only thing it can help is Kurt Russell and Pam Greer hand gloating <laughs> into Hollywood. The glowed trotters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's excellent. I'm gonna start see if see if the world doesn't end in like four weeks. I'm gonna buy up old hand gliders and I'm gonna start a, a, a hand gliding company and it'll be called hand gliders. <laughs> The globe, no, sorry. What did you say? The globe, the globe straws. Yeah, yes, that's a way better name than what I just said. <laughs> yeah, you'd get sued if you just call them the globe trotters. Yeah, but do you know what? Maybe we won't. The globe trotters might not be there by the end of this. True. We will start going cannibal and stuff. So maybe I can be the new globe trotters. You could have a really creepy jingle that's like theirs, like. <laughs> Or... Sounds like a Sergio Leone film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we are, maybe this will be how it starts. If we are to become Escape from L.A., at least here, uh, what, the president for life predicts a natural yeah. disaster, and which they all do. All the crazy religious people <sighs> say that there's a natural disaster. You know, there's this like, whoa, hurricanes are God's punishment for gay people. Except for yeah. Hurricane also destroyed my house. And I'll be one of the few anti-gay politicians that actually isn't gay. I'm just a hateful asshole. But yeah. uh, 27 moral crimes. Smoking is forbidden because that's probably bad in the quarantine. You know, when we start building globes over the cities full of oxygen so people can go outside and go to work and get the stock market going again to to appease the line. Um <laughs> You can't smoke and you can't have sex unless you're married because uh, they need they need all of the <laughs> they need all of the chemicals and prophylactic materials for gas masks. <laughs> and, you know, all those YouTube uh, uh, tutorials about how to turn panties in, into gas masks that'll that'll crash the market again. When people buy all all of the underwear, and or pants, right? Yeah. I really dig a lot of Scottish slang, but it sounds so stupid coming out of my midwestern accent. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Oh, I I said I really dig a lot of Scottish slang, but it sounds really dumb coming through my midwestern accent. Yeah, definitely. It's like no, the, I, I the bog roll and <laughs> put on the pants. But I'm sorry, I, I spoke over you. Uh, no, man, I'm. I don't think I spoke there. Uh, my my brain, my brain's gone. I, I, I zonked out for a second. <laughs> I, I think I was, I was thinking about being scared uh, with what's happening in the world, and I think I actually zoned out and thought about what is actually going to happen in a few weeks. Um, well, terrified myself. We well watch watch us. Uh, I f- I feel like you said you're a little bit behind America, and America is about a week or two behind Italy. I think in yeah. results. So I, there will be canaries in the coal mine. Although you you do have nationalized healthcare, and that's yeah. that's one of the things that the 
more left-leaning politicians are trying to make part of the government bailouts of stuff is that it's for workers, not the corporations, and for healthcare, and they're quibbling over what's the best way to save people by either letting people die or letting people get healthy. But yeah, yeah, uh, most places, I think Ohio... When I checked two days ago, Ohio was the 16th most in infected areas. Oh, really? So uh, mo- most of the cases so far here have been up near Cleveland, but my area is the second most in the, in the state. <laughs> it's the state capital. So yeah. there's all the all the politicians. I think one of our uh, state representatives died, but I don't think it's related. Right. Okay. He just died while there were, there's been daily press conferences by the governor and the head of the state health department. And she comes out in her, you know, doctor coat and answers questions. There's always like one sort of right wing or I don't want to say right wing, but, like a stick in the mud kind of reporter. Like yeah. yesterday, they were. Why can't you close all the abortion clinics? And today was, how can how can you allow them to continue to sell alcohol? That's not really an essential thing. Like that guy. Like they they should be taken out, taken out the back and just given the virus. Just let them go first. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna yeah we're gonna drag you through. <laughs> We're going to drag you through here, uh, fucking guy. I, I keep missing who he says he's from. What, what, uh, yeah, what, what thing he's from. But it's like, shut up. It's like, excuse <sighs> me, aren't we supposed to have extra homework this weekend? <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, <laughs> go ahead. Especially in this lawless, uh, future where we're heading, like, get those guys and get them in the bin because the only thing that will get us through this is like having the little bits of light relief so getting alcohol so then not every day in the house isn't the same thing driving you crazy and leading you into a dark depression you need this shit to get through so take all the the stick in the muds and take them out and those guys are the those guys should be the front line get them infected first (laughs) Like well, since you don't need to have any fun, yeah. why, don't, why don't you go have less fun? Uh, I I think, and I haven't really been. The missus isn't drinking right now, so I kind of feel like an asshole. Just be like, well, I'm drinking all day. I'm not doing anything. Uh, so, I do other things to, to kill the fear. But, um, there one of the groceries in my neighbor. I live. I could probably walk to three different grocery stores in 10, 15 minutes. Cool. Uh, where I live. And one of them has a state licensed full liquor store inside it. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably stay open as long as they're keeping grocery stores open. Her. But yeah, it's, it's weird when people are, you know, you, you go, we've been going on our quarantine walks and I, I mean, my little dude's five. He's bored out of his fucking mind. He's playing yeah. so many video games. It's probably going to be bad, but 
It's you know, I just check in with him. Yeah, we built a birdhouse and we did some painting. We've been playing a lot of hockey in the driveway. Yeah. But, you know, I don't let him cheat. And that, that ends things quickly sometimes that he's been playing a lot of Star Wars Battlefront. But do you know what? That's that's better than him kind of really understanding what's actually happening outside that door. Like, man, that's that's going to be worse for him than playing Star Wars Battlefront, so... It's fucking bonkers, man. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> a, a lot of nervous giggling on my end that I, I, I might have cut out <laughs> during the edit, but... <laughs> Nah, I'm very much the same. I, I, it's not a thing that I was paying attention to, and now I'm like, ah, I'm not comfortable with this, and like, yeah, definitely, definitely nervous laughter. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a it's a defense mechanism, like they say in yeah. Clue. Yeah. Do they call the movie Clue, or over there is it also called Cluedo? Uh, it's called. Cluedo, I think. I don't, I don't know why I'm struggling to think of that. I literally watched it like two months ago. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it is actually still called Clue. But that could be wrong. Someone could be listening to this and shouting, shut up, Liam. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, if we get a bunch of stuff wrong, I'll reinstitute the thing I used to do at the beginning of episodes when I talked out of my ass a lot. Uh, <laughs> I have the corrections department. you're better just being wrong because you know what once you then realize you're wrong and you correct it it, it's a sign of growth so just the more you're wrong the more you get to correct and the more people think you're grown up so just say everything wrong (laughs) we're working on it we're we're working Uh, on developing we have we have to evolve beyond the i don't know whatever whatever however we made the world mad at us Cut down those carbon emissions. Yeah, everyone's went quiet about all the the environmental stuff now. Yeah, that was everywhere in the media. All, all that's all you could read about, and now nobody cares. They just want to punch each other in the throat for toilet paper. It, it may come up a little bit in, or at least over here, because the there's this big uh, youth advocacy climate advocacy group called the sunshine movement i think is called over here uh they and they endorsed bernie sanders right okay and uh in the democrat controlled house of representatives they came up with a counter offer bill for uh financial bailout of people and health services and things like that and in that They've got stuff about cutting emissions, uh, doing some in- environmental regulation to help, Im- in, you know, improve the environment, like uh, solar yeah. panels and other shit like that. Anti-oil things, which makes a lot of people upset. Yeah. But anyway, Snake Plissken uh, is. I've always, I've always wanted to get him tattooed on me. Yeah, like his head. Or his yeah. whole body, like the dancing. <laughs> his whole body on my body. So at first <laughs> glance, you think I'm Snake Plissken. Uh, no, I just his head. I'd like, I'd like it somewhere on me because he's such a cool guy. You don't get cooler than Snake Plissken. I think if I 
got a snake plissken tattoo i would have to double check a hundred times that the eye patch was on the correct side yeah. <laughs> so drive me fucking nuts and then you'd have to change it to i don't think did he ever wear sunglasses because i think that's the only fix you could do or you know yeah, but sunglasses would make him look like a sexual predator <laughs> the eye patch is it it's quite badass and it's hard to walk around with an eye patch on your, your sense of balance is uh and distance are so off that all credit to him that he can hand glide and fire a gun so accurately yeah, with one and, eye and shoot yeah what was that it was that more than half court basketball shot at the end of uh what's that called shot clock yeah, I bet he did that first time. Like there was no CGI there. That that was a first time Kurt Russell three point. Uh, like Sigourney <laughs> Weaver in Alien Resurrection. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> I mean, Kurt Russell can do all those all those things. Uh, this is pre. I I I'm sure people are not mad at him anymore. But well, for smashing that priceless acoustic guitar in hateful eight it wasn't on purpose he was just going method but i if i was a guitar player i'd probably be slightly more upset i don't think there's anything kurt russell could do that would make me mad at him <laughs> i don't want him to try because oh yeah yeah it is too <laughs> a lot of celebrities just now are actually uh disappointing me so yeah let, let's not let's not challenge Kurt to <laughs> just just be yourself Kurt stay yourself stay true do your thing <laughs> what a beautiful blue eye <laughs> so Cuervo Jones is uh sort of what I mean who do you think he's based on the uh, Che oh <laughs> of course of course you know, he's got the beard and the cigar, or, or uh, Castro, young Castro. He's got the cigar and the beret that you can't make fun of because he's a revolutionary warlord. <laughs> and <laughs> the president's daughter, Utopia, has okay. stolen the <laughs> mini disc that you put into a calculator. And... <laughs> <laughs> and with it, you can sh you you can do some precise. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the Val Kilmer movie Top Se or not not Top Secret, uh, Real Genius. No, not seen that. Do you, are you a fan or a anti fan of Val Kilmer? Yeah, uh, I like him as Batman only because I really liked that Batman when I was a kid. But apart from that, he he kind of annoys me in everything he does. Do you, uh, so you don't like him in Tombstone? Uh, nah. Would you be able to hand him in, handle him in a weird comedy, or would that exacerbate the things you hate about him? No, I, if I could see that side of him, I would probably like him a little more. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to suggest a couple movies to you uh, if you've not seen them. Real Genius and Top Secret. Uh, Real Genius, he plays a child genius at this uh, boarding school for really smart kids, but he is the kind of smart guy that just likes to fuck around because he's too smart to really deal with shit. 
Right, okay. And the head of the school is possibly using the students for nefarious reasons. And, you know, he gets this uptight roommate and just weird 1980s comedy uh, <laughs> with some bad CGI and uh, shit. And then Top Secret is like a naked gun kind of movie. Is that the one where they're inside the cow and the cow has like red wellies on? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I totally forgot Val Kilmer was in that. I'd, uh... I have recollection of him being in that, but I have no recollection of like five minutes ago, so that doesn't say anything. He's he's the main character in Top Secret. <laughs> so there you go. And I have no recollection of that. My brain, my brain is just like absolute mush. But to pull the tangent thread back, I brought up Real Genius because there is a plot point similar to this part in escape from LA where you can control these satellites all around the world and either what shut down a taxi cab in Buenos Aires or, <laughs> uh, you know, turn out all the electricity with the electromagnetic pulses, turn out all the electricity and kill all electronic devices in the new USA state capital of Lynchburg, Virginia. <laughs> Uh, of course the world code is 666 and i'm not sure if was cuervo jones related to the impending attack from cuba that they're talking about at the end of the movie or is just everybody's sick of america and everybody's like fuck america we're just gonna kill you yeah i think it's the law (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, they, like it went through such a in Glasgow and Scotland and through such a phase uh, in the kind of mid 90s that everyone just wanted uh, Che Guevara flags in their rooms and t-shirts and like people were see the way like kids wear Ramones t-shirts now even though they've never heard the Ramones it was like <laughs> that like they have this freedom fighter on the front and they think it means something that it totally doesn't and uh, I think Quirrell Jones is just kind of commentary on that that like this is what the youth like to, to, to fight back to the kind of oppressive regime and government that, that this is just kind of highlighting them they, they just just let's let's fight back let's let's get them I didn't know it was a band uh... <laughs> Whenever that Malcolm X movie came out with Denzel Washington and Spike Lee yeah. and a bunch of other fucking people, uh, of course, as, as movies go, my mom bought me a Malcolm X t-shirt because she thought it was for the Chicago White Sox because it was black with a big white X on it. <laughs> and I, I wasn't particularly a fan of the Chicago White Sox, but she's just at the at the store. She's like, oh, it's a sports shirt. I'll get that. I'll get that for young Darren. <laughs> and I was totally running around. I did. Not, I, I I'm sure my parents probably agreed with some things Malcolm X said, but uh, my dad would be would have been the one more likely to have recognized <laughs> recognized the shirt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just totally rocking a Malcolm X shirt back in the day. <laughs> Uh, that's so good that's great that's so good 
I once uh, at high school we would do like class talks. So obviously you get up in front of the class to talk about a certain uh, project. I'm sure you guys did them as well. And I went through a phase where like we had to do a class talk on your favourite song, and I did two pack changes. And like a week after, I wrote this two and a half thousand word essay on Malcolm X because I was just going through this full uh, phase of like civil rights where I was convinced I was a black guy as well. <laughs> and it was great. I absolutely loved that. I wish I could go back to that. It was such a simpler time. <laughs> I, had, I had no worries other than civil rights. <laughs> we'll see how, if those get uh, strengthened or weakened nowadays in, in, the, in the name of benevolent government. Polish your baseball bats, folks. Or... <laughs> Remember which neighbors of yours probably have guns and think about what kind of relationship you have. <laughs> uh, that's the thing. I, I can't imagine, like, if, if this is how people react in a pandemic, like, I can't imagine also arming those people, like, letting those people have control of weapons. If you're going to punch an old lady in the head for some toilet paper, you should not be in control of a gun at all. And that, that is like, I can understand your nervous laughter because the fact that that's happening right now is yeah, so scary. It's, uh, what, uh, I forget what the percentage is of how much it's gone up. Oh, here we go. Uh, over the last two weeks, uh, one store saw uh, 200% increase in gun sales compared to march that is that is madness it's freaky <laughs> it's weird it it's uh, i don't know <laughs> it, you should cut you should you should try try and smuggle your way over to scotland like it's not it's not good here at all but at least it's slightly less scary than that yeah you'll be you'll, you'll be you'll be a little bit safer here passports are you know if if they actually start talking about um closing the airports well i don't know because then it's like traveling you know taking my uh, yeah i if i could i will <laughs> if, it, <laughs> if it's like our countries are gonna get locked down uh if i can't i could get to canada in about six hours so it, it might be might go there first yeah but i i do have i've also another thing that I'm sorry I can't remember if I've told you this before but I do have at least one living relative in Scotland yeah I'm sure I, I heard you telling Scott uh, in the Mad Max episode and yeah I'm sure we have talked about it before that you're an honorary Scott so please take me if I come if I come a calling oh we'll have you we'll, we'll have you in a heartbeat I'd rather have you on my side than some of these idiots that are out buying all my cream eggs do you get cream eggs in America? I think. Oh man, they are they are a little gift. Yeah. They are a little gift in life. Oh yeah. Oh wait, Chocolate. like Cadbury cream eggs. Oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like creamed eggs that you would find in the egg section at the grocery. Oh no, that that sounds absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that in case you really liked it, so I just went with I I don't I don't have them. <laughs> 
Oh no, that sounds that sounds horrible. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather not eat for the rest of my life, my short life, <laughs> than <laughs> ever consider that as a meal. Uh, but yeah, Cadbury's cream eggs, like people are buying them all up, and really? every time I get a box, yeah, I, I destroy them, and I've got to go back to the shop and get more, and they're like, it's not essential, and I'm like, it is because they're essentially tasty, and I want them essentially in my belly. And Chocolate has endorphins that fight depression. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to use that argument next time. I'm 99% sure that's not bullshit. I, th- I think <laughs> it's easily Googleable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, got all got all the cream eggs. But, um, you got to do it. You got to, you got to. See, that's how I would be so rubbish at the end of the world because, like, I wouldn't be athletic. I would just be full of chocolate. I'd be like the little German boy in The Simpsons. Oh, I can't run. I'm full of chocolate. That would be me. I'd be full of chocolate. Lovely, delicious cream egg chocolate. I can't remember if last time I had one of my own, but we just had, right before lockdown, my niece delivered the Girl Scout cookies, and there's surprisingly one box left. (laughs) Or it might be gone now as I speak. Uh, the missus just got back from her her gym is closed uh, like a week ago right okay but but they're putting up exercise videos every day so she went out for a run and then she took some of my free weights out onto the porch and was doing some shit and then so she might be watching Star Wars or like uh, she likes a lot of Lady Snowblood and stuff like that sweet she would watch something like that eating all the cookies but Oh well, she she earned them more than I did. I didn't do shit today. I just <laughs> I vacuumed the house and cleaned the floors. Yeah. Been doing that's, a, that's still a lot. That's still that's still commendable. It's like one cleaning thing a day. Like, Got my new vacuum cleaner. <sighs> it's gonna be sweet, and I can beat somebody with it later in the wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> or people in the wasteland could hire me to clean their little dens and. Homes, yeah. get, uh, get those assless chaps from Mad Max Two, and yeah, really start. Uh, what would be the currency? Toilet paper, liquor. Yeah, pasta. probably. <laughs> uh, about, yeah, all of the above. But I would definitely just uh, clean clean their little dwellings with my with my Hoover, because <laughs> dude, no nobody's ever going to attack the cleaner. They're going to try and get the the, the scavengers or the people that are selling. Uh, scrap and stuff like that they're not going to get the cleaners you're helping you're helping yeah. society so that is the one way to survive the apocalypse become a cleaner yeah you're like a field medic in a war yeah it, everyone will miss you it's fine nobody wants to attack you because nobody likes a dirty area they all want it clean and you're the guy that's doing that somebody somebody will take up a mantle like uh <laughs> your dude a uh, fucking Waterworld guy whose name I can't remember, uh, right? Kevin Costner. Costner, Costner. In yeah. the Postman. <laughs> I can't I really... believe we got from that to the Postman. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in ages. I'm sure it's in a box set with Waterworld somewhere. But... Oh, I think I own Waterworld in every format it's ever came out on. Uh, like I've got like the the director's cut, the Odyssey. Cut, I get everything, and I don't know why. I don't know why I love it so much. Like it, it used to come on TV on a Sunday night when I was like in the bath, getting ready 
to go to bed for for like primary one or two the next morning. I used to just love it, and it just makes me feel so nostalgic. We should talk about Waterworld one day. Let's just create a Waterworld podcast where we only discuss the greatness of Waterworld. <laughs> That's what society needs right now. This is terrible times. The only thing that can make it better is me talking about Kevin Costner. Escape to Waterworld. Oh, well, there you go. I can think of, I can picture the logo right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the better graphic artist. I'm just good at doctoring photographs, which will come in no, handy man. when we're all preparing to flee the country. Yeah, your photoshops have been incredible recently. See, the, there was one a few weeks ago, the video of uh, us going to Fright Fest with a freak gasoline fight accident. Oh, that that had me in stitches like i was absolutely buckled because you used such a stupid picture of me that i looked so smug and happy in the back of the car <laughs> it was great i had fun with that i almost made it longer but i was like if they all think it's shit i don't want to waste that much time i want to move oh, on no, I, I want a feature length movie of it <laughs> i want you to actually go through all of zoolander and just put our faces in the every single scene I will pay for that shit. <laughs> I'm going to start having the time on my hands. I, what, How I did that one is I just put the video on of that clip and was just doing screenshots. Just click, <laughs> click, 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 click. Uh, I'm sure there's an easier way to do it. I've been ex- experimenting with animation on my uh, tablet. Very, very bad anime. I can't draw for shit, but um, I, I'm better at, <laughs> at that. I'm, gl- I'm glad you liked it. Oh, you had fun it. at Fright Fest, and you did not shit yourself, I hear. Yeah. Oh no. Well, I kind of did. On the this the the first main day, the the cinema was so hot that by like the kind of second last or th- yeah, I think it was the second last film. Like, I was really struggling with the heat, so I went outside for a breath of fresh air. Came back in, and the last film started. And I did the same. And it turns out that the cinema actually gets locked after a certain time. So I stepped out the door. The automatic door was shut and I got locked out of the cinema. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, and I didn't have my jacket because I was obviously warm and I was out for cold air. And then I was absolutely freezing. And I was like, do you know what, Liam? Don't wish for things. Because <laughs> the grass is always green at the other side. Like, I, I really needed cold air. And then suddenly... My nipples were like bullets. I was absolutely freezing. I couldn't get back in the cinema. I was tired. Other than that, Fright Fest was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You should come over one year. Come over and uh, join us for the full weekend. Ooh, that could be fun. Especially if we manage to sneak the the wine in. I say we. I I had nothing to do with it. The other (laughs) guys did. But uh, you sneak wine in and you just get drunk for... Two two days and a night, solid, of films and this year's lineup was excellent. It was really really strong. There was only one movie that I absolutely hated. Everything else was like high average to <laughs> excellent. I I heard your your take on that one an episode or two back. Whenever whenever you guys were talking about that, because I I skipped over the ones that I wanted to see. Yeah, because Scott would just, ruin them. <laughs> the way, yeah, <laughs> and you know it's it's my it's my it's my gamble listening to podcasts that are talking about movies. If I hear a spoiler, it's it's my bad. But 
I want to avoid it if I can. And I heard a lot of strong things about it, but it's the like, oh, I did not like it. I was like, oh, okay, I'll listen to this. Sounds yeah. like something I'm not going to give a fuck about. <laughs> I think I'm going to watch The Hunt tonight or tomorrow. I've heard good things about that. Straight from the cinemas, because they're all fucking closed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Although, oh, like, it's like £16, so, like, yeah, about $24 or $25 uh, to rent The Invisible Man and The Hunt oh, really? here just now. Yeah. It's, it's and that's like, that, that's two that's two cinema tickets. Like, that's that's a lot of money to charge just to, to rent a film. Because my wife has no interest in, in watching it. She said, this seems like a movie you would watch. Do, <laughs> do it when I'm in bed. <laughs> so I I looked and it was twenty dollars and I was like, should I? Shouldn't I? This has kind of been a a therapeutic discussion about what we've been doing during the end times to <laughs> to make ourselves feel better. And we've got some Escape from L.A. threaded through here. I think we can call it the Escape from L.A. episode. And I don't think we're necessarily done saying anything about the movie, but I started playing Far Cry Primal. Uh, right. Because I, I need to learn how to be a caveman. <laughs> and that'll probably take an hour or two of distraction tonight. I don't know if you've ever played any of the Far Cry games or if you've played uh, much uh, video games at all. I've played the very first one. Uh, and I've played the... what is it the newest one that has the, like, the Jonestown kind of cult? Oh, uh, five has it. And I hear six has something closely related to that. But five is the one where there's the, the crazy cult guy with his four kids that control the area. Yeah. That's, that's the one I played uh, quite a lot recently, but I'm terrible for it. If I, if I miss one night playing the game, I don't go back to it. No matter how (laughs) much I love the game. It's, it's like, I can't. I'll then I'll try go back to it and I'll watch a cutscene and I'm like I have no idea who any of these people are. <laughs> I, I I don't remember what I did in this game and I just fall away from it. It's like I'm like a child. You have to really catch my attention and I have to have it held constantly. If I break it, I don't go back to it. And that happened with Far Cry and it upsets me because I was really enjoying it. I I gave up sort of near the end of that where I felt like. Every time I played it, at some point where you're in one of the zones, just pickup trucks full of people come and shoot you with poison darts and put you in this house that's a pain in the ass to get out of. And it sort of it sort of got less fun. So I started avoiding that entire area of the map, and I sort of did most everything in the other stuff. I was like, "Wow, fuck this!" But. Yeah. The, the the caveman one was something like five dollars in the xbox store right okay i was like oh i could play five dollars worth of this at least building awesome spears and training animals i got like a leopard <laughs> that i could make eat eat people there's there's a violent other tribe that's cannibals but anyway what what else have you been doing to try to stay sane uh, to be honest, this is this is the first day of it. Uh, obviously, we only get told last night in the UK that it would be a lockdown, so I had to go into work today and just take loads of kind of like artwork projects that I had 
and just fire them onto a hard drive so I could at least do some sort of work from home. Uh, so today I kind of did that and then I had loads of ironing to do uh, and catch up on, which to be honest, I kind of wish the world would end quicker, like today, <laughs> as I was doing that. And then that was it. I started chilling out, watched Escape from uh, LA again, just because, why not? And now I'm here. Uh, what about you? Just just hoovering, just cleaning? Yeah, I, I think so far I've we've been relatively locked down for a week. Piecemeal, I think I've cleaned, cleaned the house. I started organizing my DVDs and Blu-rays, but with uh, a little kid running around, that's <laughs> no no point in really doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. At least I'm not focused on it that much to care. I don't yeah. want to do it a bunch of times. I want to do it once. Uh, how, do, how do you organize it? Do you alphabetize or by genre or... If I can, it almost makes more sense to alphabetize. Yes, yeah. you know that that way, it's just yeah. It the <laughs> the don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> uh, what was that from? Anyway, UHF maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, I, I I was pitching Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> well, that's who they're making fun of. Because it's uh, a fake show in that movie called Conan the Librarian. Right, okay. So, Actually, I've not seen that. Oh, it's it's a weird uh, Al Yankovic movie. We didn't really get a lot of him over no. here. He was like, everywhere here. When we did the, like, when kind of music piracy first came about, you would always download some of his songs, but it, it wasn't really on TV or, or at least nothing I, I watched. Over here, he's, he's, a, he's a very American thing to me. He does. A bit uh, like Mad Magazine. We didn't really get Mad Magazine over here unless like you really knew your shit. <laughs> uh, that you would find a copy. So that that and Weird Al are just so, so, so American. At the, at, at the peak of his power, they let him make a movie where he plays a guy that gets fired all the time and then his uncle wins a TV station in his in a poker game and puts him in charge right. of it. and the the villain from inner space is in charge of the network in town that is like the evil corporation yeah and it's weird al and michael richards and uh fran drescher and some other people that you've probably seen in some things run a tv station so it's mostly just weird al doing skits there was just a lot of fake commercials for shows that were going to be airing later. And one of them was somebody looking for a book and Conan the Librarian's like, don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? And then cuts the guy in half with a sword. It's just weird, dumb shit like that. It was called UHF. Is it worth a watch? I think so, but I definitely have nostalgia for it because I first saw it when I was five or six. So right. if you don't, if if you don't make it through the Indiana Jones part at the beginning, you can probably turn it off. It's not gonna get. It's not the hum type of humor isn't really gonna change. Right. Okay. I might check that out. Since yeah. I've got all the time in the world now that yeah. we're, we're locked at home. <laughs> That's why I've been booking uh, episodes since I don't have a 
it would probably still be hard if I had a regular co-host, but since I have no set schedule, I'm just yeah. like, okay, I'm locked in my house and everybody else is locked in their house. Yeah. Who wants to have a conversation with me? <laughs> it, it, you know, uh, aside from just for the show, it's really cool to talk to people all over the place and see how things are going. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, Facebook is its own kind of reality and so is Twitter. Yeah. I've mostly just been throwing doctored photos of Joe Biden and uh, and Donald Trump up there. Uh, and uh, the next episode of this show you should hear is, should be 12 Monkeys. Uh, there's probably a top five, top ten yeah. of the world movies to cheer you up and then for the end of the world <laughs> mo- movies that make you want to kill yourself, like The Road. The Road, oh man, I cried like a little baby at The Road. Oh, I can't watch that that often because it makes me feel so, so sad. I haven't watched it since my son was born. Because I know oh, I can, I can understand. like a baby. Yeah. It was rough stuff enough. Uh, the first time I watched it, uh, my wife was pregnant. No chance, man. There's no way I could do that. I'm, I'm, I want to cry just thinking about it. I had to stop watching uh, American Horror Story Hotel because the little blonde kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Because <sighs> he had like long blonde hair. He just got it cut short. He he got his apocalypse haircut. It's uh, it's not really a mohawk, but it's shaved most of the places and a little bit longer on the top now. But he he barely ever let us cut his hair up until two weeks ago. <laughs> I, I'm growing a quarantine beard. I think I, right. I, I also said that recently, and <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm gonna do next. I think if I go successfully, make a run to the shops and come back with supplies. I'll dye my hair purple because I just found <laughs> hair dye <laughs> in, in the cleaning out the cleaning the bathroom. There's a thing of purple hair dye in the back. It's like so. This will be my my thing. It it'll be it'll it'll be my necklace of ears. See, this is where where trauma and stuff all had it right. Like when the world ends, we all become like mutant punk zombies. Like <laughs> there you are with your dyed purple hair. Like this, it we just naturally go to be muted punks. <laughs> now the question is, do I bleach the beard and dye it all purple, or does that become Fortnite video game avatar? At point? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. You you end up looking like a create a wrestler from a wrestling game. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather look like a warrior of the wasteland. It'll it'll help me survive, <laughs> help me survive in the cursed earth. <laughs> I, th- I say go for it do you know what we don't know how long we're here for so why not die die all of it purple i think i'm like eight months into this beard just now and it's starting to annoy me everything like it looks good in the mirror but when i see pictures of myself i'm like it, it, i look like the, the 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 happiest most jovial homeless man you have ever seen <laughs> and because because of the kind of irish uh, blood it comes in really thick red and ginger and i'm like oh you just look like the big guy from braveheart <laughs> <laughs> i could crush you like a worm <laughs> exactly that, that was actually quite good i, I like that thank you uh but yeah I, I think that i might come out the end of this less hairy than when i went into it i think i'll end up just shaving it probably shaving my head and my eyebrows just like going really <laughs> stir crazy 
like like the guy that's throwing knives into the corpse of the guy from a rescue team <laughs> one who yeah, that's it's... that's the guy from revenge of the nerds right is it i think that's the rapist from revenge of the nerds i i thought i recognized him but i couldn't like pinpoint where it was from i was like i've definitely seen him in something pretty sure it's the the guy that's not anthony edwards right okay that would make sense because I, I watched that a few months ago as well so it would make sense that that's lingering somewhere in my broken memory <laughs> we gotta strengthen our memories when we have to remember all the things that were on the internet yeah after it shuts down <laughs> i know how long do you think before total collapse if the internet went off with the way people are panicking right now if the internet went down i would give it like six hours (laughs) and i I think it would the the place would be decimated absolutely decimated There there would only be like marauding bands of like five or six of us spaced out around the globe it would have just went into total total carnage yeah, just gonna head for the mountains, see what happens. Pull up. See, I, I've got I've got the Mustang now, so I can pull off the Mad Max look, oh, except and have to constantly fuel up. So I would only get like sixty miles down the road, and I'd have to stop for petrol. I'd I'd be the easiest guy to <laughs> capture and kill. It's like wait, 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 time, time. <laughs> stop making me drive fast. I keep burning too much petrol. <laughs> You know, if we keep this up, we're going to be right back where we started with this climate change shit. (laughs) How do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah, I'm the most hated man on the planet because I've (laughs) burned 90% of the Earth's uh, petrol resources. Do you think we should uh, take a short break, refill our beverages, and then wrap this shit up or go on for another tangential wild ride? I'm easy, man. I'm, I'm feeling... Because we've been talking about some some sad, heavy stuff, I think we should go fill up our coffees, fill up our drinks, and then come back and, yeah, let's close it out with a laugh. All right. So, yeah, we will do that, and we shall return. Like, just to, like, say hi, my name is, um, you're listening to Scott and Liam versus Evil. Say that again. Scott. It's just introduce yourself, you're listening uh-huh. to Scott and Liam versus Scott Evil. Scott and William versus Evil. Liam, Scott and Liam. Scott and William. William, like L-I-A-M. Am I not saying that? William. 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 Um, William. No, it's like L- just like, no, L-I-A-M. Oh, just, Liam. Uh, yeah. Liam. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I am jet lagged. These lights are not helping. Uh, Scott and Liam versus evil. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's cool. Um, I thought you were spelling out the end of William. That's <laughs> Okay, I got it now. Okay, ready? Yes. Hello, this is Amanda Fuller, and you are listening to Scott and Liam versus Evil. We aren't listening yet, but you should be. We are Scott and Liam versus Evil out of Glasgow, Scotland. In each episode, we take you on a drunken trip through the best, the worst, and the in-between picks from horror cinema. Well, at least we try to. You can find us online at scottandliamversusevil.com. So join us as we bear our souls everywhere good podcasts are available. Or the pub. Oh my god. Who's that? He's with the Surgeon General of Beverly Hills. These are no good. You couldn't give them away. And this. I can do nothing with this one. 
Hey man, that's me back. Right on. I was gonna make coffee and then I realized it's almost fucking 8 o'clock here. Might be a bad idea if I'm already up till 3 or 4 every night. See, it's, it's now midnight and I've just, I, well, I have an espresso <laughs> and I've just had a smoke so it should cancel each other out and I'll still fall asleep by like quarter past. Hey, there we go. My cat's joined us as well. He's... He's been wailing at the door, so he's in now. You better behave. Little Boris. Yeah. My, my boy. My boy. Vanessa, my co on uh, VD Clinic, her cat either knocks over the mic or is always fucking with the recycling bin in the back, <laughs> so it's just clang, clang, all the cans <laughs> and shit. Uh, it's, that's, uh, or the, the purring into the microphone. Yeah, Boris does that. He'll come in and he'll, he'll jump up like just behind my shoulder and he'll fall asleep and then he'll just start purring away. You know, like it's really cute, but you have to move away from the mic. <laughs> and I think that's us back because everyone loves Boris Katloff. Yeah, and man. <laughs> so anytime, anytime he is mentioned, uh, I'm sure my downloads go through the roof. <laughs> Follow him on Instagram. Does he have his own Instagram yet? Or no, just shares it no. with you? Yeah, well, technically my Instagram is his Instagram. <laughs> uh, I used to hate cats, man. Like, I was such a dog guy. I just, I, just I, I didn't understand cats. And then we got Boris, and he's like my best pal. And I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to put up pictures of you all the time, and I don't care what anyone says, because you are cute, and everyone deserves to see it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can confirm. I'm not much of a cat guy. We had all kinds of animals when I was a kid. I've always been a dog guy. But um, a couple years ago, my wife got high and went to the cat cafe, which <laughs> I don't know if I told you about the cat cafe, but it's it's a shelter that also serves coffee. So you right. go there and you pay a little bit of extra for coffee and you just hang out in a room full of cats. And they're all up for adoption. So... <laughs> We got Tank Girl. She's still such a such a good name for a cat. <laughs> and she's yeah, she's living up to her name. She has she hasn't been hunting as much as I don't know if I told you she was daily bringing us the animal sacrifices from her uh, escapes into. Oh really? Into the, yeah. So I think she ate all the chipmunks. I don't know if you have chipmunks <laughs> over there, but no, uh, no, we don't. She she ate all of the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> and um just being a cat but me not being much of a cat person she always sits with me yeah it's, it's made me more like uh, enjoying the the cat thing because cats are lovable assholes <laughs> yeah and if man. you want them to come to you uh what was that the mark twain quote like if, if a dog sits sits with you it means they love you and if a cat sits on you it means you're warm right now or something like that see i, I have no idea but that's a great quote if it's not mark twain's i 
I'm going to say it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> that and your uh, your uh, hand gliding business. The, yeah, the, the, the Globetrotters. The Globe, the Globe <laughs> uh, it won't be a success because I can't even remember the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I mispronounce get... <laughs> it every time. If I get bored, they were on Scooby-Doo a lot, so I'm sure maybe there's some graphic I can distort from Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. And, That's uh, what else I have to get to. I've I've bought the the recent Blu-ray release of the Scooby Doo Where Are You complete series, and the, the isolation couldn't have come out a better time because I, I want nothing more than to, to just to sit and watch Scooby Doo for for the next three weeks. <laughs> oh, that sounds that sounds like a good time. I should probably go yeah. and get the cellophane off some of my movies, but been going to a lot of movies that I I feel comfortable with. Yeah, you need you need that you need you need to take your mind off everything just now. So, old comforts are the, the kind of the best thing to do right now. Join General Britney Spears. Did you hear about uh, her calling, calling for wealth redistribution and a general really? strike? Yeah, on her Instagram. These what? are the times we live in. Britney Spears. <laughs> on Instagram, called for wealth redistribution and a general strike. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That is crazy. <laughs> be Britney Spears and Commander Greta Thunberg and all the fired White House scientists. <laughs> uh, These are terrifying times that we live in. <laughs> but I watched the little speech that you're... Uh, was it called a first minister or whatever the the lady a uh, pray show the lady yeah uh, wasn't there a lady that did a little speech about oh anyway. our first minister uh, yeah. Nicola Sturgeon yeah Sturgeon that's right yeah her press conference or her little announcement to the nation seemed calming and somewhat reassuring or is it just that I'm in I am where I am oh, so no. by oh. comparison it seems. Yeah, oh yeah. By by comparison, anyone would seem kind of better and warming than what you're you're having to deal with. Uh, but yeah, she's she's been kind of calling for like total lockdown for a while, I think. Uh, so I think she's quite relieved to now have finally got it, and hopefully the people of Scotland actually start to listen and stop going out of the house and doing what they can to to stop it uh, and then it'll look good for her uh, in any future elections because she's actually she, she got what she's wanted and it was it was for the the best kind of outcome for the country so yeah we'll see we'll see how that plays out we'll, we'll see with that uh, but not wanting to end on the bummer that are the people that are supposed to lead us through these things. I will say that I have seen a lot of, you know, people, people as a giant group are chaos, but there, I, there's a lot of people that are, you know, pitching in and making me feel not completely terrible as being part of the human race. And if we make it out on the other side, um, still appreciating art there's gonna be some really cool fucking movies talk about movies made oh yeah off, man. off uh this era um some 
creepy paintings. There's probably going to be a lot of creepy paintings. There's a <laughs> lot of bored art students at home right now with nothing to do. People are harnessing their things. I'm relearning the piano. <laughs> Sarge? Yes, Wycliffe, what is it? Well, I'm uh, learning the piano. Learning the piano? Yes, Sarge. And I suppose you want to go and practice, eh? Marching up and down the square! Not good enough for you, eh? Well... Right! Off you go! Now! Yeah, I haven't really fallen out of practice on drums, but I fell really out of practice on the piano. And uh, for Christmas, I got this little synthesizer with a drum pad on it, but um, fuck it. Got time on my hands. Well, when it's when it's the wasteland and it's the end of the world, then everyone still wants a jaunty little tune. So uh, you'll have work at all the wasteland bars. So, yeah. yeah. I can play in the in the weird saloon weighing station where all the bounty hunters and the outlanders come in and I'm just in the corner playing for batteries <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> uh, I'm sure toilet paper rolls and batteries and <laughs> bottles of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Hopefully they don't throw them at you like they would throw coins because uh, toilet roll and batteries could start to hurt after a while. <laughs> put the battery in the middle of the roll you can get a lot of momentum behind that um, <laughs> or i could get an accordion like weird al yankovic and we are back <laughs> to 20 minutes ago <laughs> yeah that was nice i liked how you did that it all comes back it's a braided essay what do you think you're going to be doing if any i know i know you you work graphic design for work so i don't know if you really do it yeah. that much for fun but you've got Scott and Liam episodes coming up. I guess you should probably plug that awesome shit before we go. Yeah. Well, so we uh, are Scott and Liam versus Evil. Uh, I've just updated the website, which is Scott and Liam versus Evil dot com. Uh, we have like a playlist going now. We have a book club, which is pretty cool. Uh, now you start a blog to hopefully get more people maybe writing about horror uh, and different reviews and rather than just a letterbox thing we'll put them up as blog posts uh, especially because a lot of people will be going kind of star crazy uh, and we've let the audience listener group choose the next five episodes so they'll have a poll every week to, to pick the movie we're discussing so there's a lot happening but as soon as we go back to work and back to real life everything will slow down again and we'll go back to like one episode every five months. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to picture people loving the fuck out of doing something they used to hate. Yeah. You know, like at the grocery store. Skipping just down. getting toilet roll, just just throwing it out the car, not caring because you have so many rolls and you didn't have to fight people for it. Yeah. Going and <laughs> introducing themselves to their neighbors. <laughs> like, I know we've lived next door to each other for five years. I'm Bob! <laughs> Sneezing on whoever you want. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not a care in the world. I felt like I had to sneeze when I did go to a shop about a week ago when it started getting tense. Like, oh God, if I sneeze, you're going to beat me to death with a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Burn me in the parking lot. <laughs> 
but thanks for some of your time, man. It, it probably won't be as long in between actual conversations, but it, it had been a minute. Yeah. Time just flies. You, you kind of you forget, like, just how quickly time's going. So before you know it, it's like, well, we've not talked in like six months. It just creeps up on you. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum said it best. I am Brundlefly. <laughs> but Snake Plissken sent the world back to the Stone Age. A true American hero. Smoking American spirit cigarettes and blowing out the the match. <sighs> and the movie's over and there's all this I mean the soundtrack for this movie was like Tool and I don't even know. It was a very 1990s soundtrack. I think there's, there's some Rob Zombie or some White Zombie in there as well, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Stabbing Westward, Tool, yeah. White Zombie, The Toadies, Butthole Surfers, Sugar Ray, Gravity Kills, Tori Amos, Ministry, Clutch, Civ, and The Deftones. I don't remember hearing Come The Deftones, but... Yeah, I don't remember that. Which song? I don't know. I just pulled up uh, the album, the the band listing. Yeah, I wonder. We check that out after this. If if that's incorrect, then I've been bamboozled by the fake news yet again. <laughs> uh, it's the end of the world. What can you expect? Yeah, that'll be that'll be what they read at my hanging or when they send me <laughs> into the the Trump gulag is you got, you got the soundtrack to escape from LA wrong. That's even more illegal than being a Muslim in South Dakota. Uh, Chop us up for parts. Give us to the surgeon general of Beverly Hills. Sure. The darts worn off by now. I don't remember him getting totally killed at the end, but snake wouldn't give a fuck. He'd kill anybody that he, he didn't kill mercilessly, but he got the job. He got the job done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I fucking <laughs> love having an excuse to watch this movie again. I think it gets shat on a lot. And I mean, yeah. go ahead. I, I'm, I'm sure you could. It, if it was grainier, I think people would have been a little less pissy about it. it. It's very clean. It's very mid, you know, mid 90s lighting but it's still fucking john carpenter and all his people and he did the music music right as Mm -hmm. he usually tends to do fuck yeah man i made scott do it so you can do it too is there the little proverb of wisdom from escape from la to to use in these these days ahead uh go hand gliding every available opportunity because you'd never know uh, when you might not be allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I take from it. <laughs> yeah. Because the Santa Ana wins and you don't want to live next door to the person that hasn't had toilet paper after a while. Oh. Share the pasta. Don't trample old people. Um, I haven't heard about that happening, but I could see it. I could see people oh, yeah. shoved, shoved sideways trying to stay away from the bummer the bummer spiral uh <laughs> fuck yeah man we'll do we'll do something like Waterworld 
next or yeah, some, some, excellent. Punk, some punk music episode uh thank you for your time dude no thank you very very much for inviting me on i absolutely love it i love getting to catch up with you and yeah man let's get something else scheduled in soon as i'm free i'm free tomorrow (laughs) 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 definitely let's chat again soon all right dude we'll try to do at least one more before the quarantine ends how about that how about that as a goal yeah yeah sweet man sounds good all right and uh yep thank you everybody for listening I've been drinking a lot of coffee in quarantine, if you can't tell. Get outside a little bit. Don't touch anybody. And uh, don't forget to duck and cover. He did what we all must learn to do. You. And you. And you. And you. Duck and cover. Welcome to the human race. This is Bo from legionpodcasts.com. Hey, it's been a crazy time, and when the world gets nuts, we're happy to offer some old-fashioned podcast entertainment. But for some folks, getting a laugh out of a show isn't really helping these days. People who depend on tips in their bartending jobs or have been put on furlough with no pay till the worst of this coronavirus threat has passed. That's a tough spot. That's why we set up a GoFundMe for members of our community, a sort of grand-scale take-a-penny-leave-a-penny. For people like myself, for whom the recent disruptions haven't kicked us out of work, well, we can drop a few of those extra pennies in the GoFundMe jar for those who are directly affected by recent events and find themselves looking for money to pay the electric bill or keep the water on. Well, how about you give me a shout at bo, B-O, at legionpodcasts.com. Let me know the situation and what you need, and we'll do our best to make life a little easier. And you can find links to the GoFundMe on the front page of legionpodcasts.com, on our Facebook group page, or on Twitter at Legion Podcasts, where it's the pinned tweet. For those of you who are able, thanks in advance for chipping in. And members of our community who need a hand, hey, here we are. Remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and we're all going to get through this together. Legion isn't just a name, it's who we are. Thanks for listening to all the shows here on Legion Podcasts, and we'll talk to you soon.